Hello, friends. Thanks for joining me here today on the Courage Cast. I absolutely love that you're here and I'm thankful that you've tuned in. My name is Andrea Crisp and I'm your host. And I'm hopefully, even more than that, hopefully I'm your friend as well. And can I just say that I love doing this journey with you? Seriously, it is one of the biggest joys that I have. Now, if we've not already connected on Instagram, please reach out and say hello at either at Miss Crispy or at the dot courage cast. Now this past week I was in LA and Palm Springs with some of my friends spending time by the pool and just hanging out with the most amazing designers and creatives. Now I was at this kind of non-conference called Designer Vacay, which is put on by my friend Alyssa Uhas and Promise Tangeman. And honestly, guys, if you work in the design or creative field, you want to check it out because it is such an amazing getaway for women who are in the creative field. And we had such a blast. And I'm going to put a link to the website there for you to actually get in contact with them and make sure you put it on your calendar for next year. But speaking of designers, my guest today is a fabulous designer living over in the UK and she is the founder of Hello Day, which is the most lovely brand of planners I think I've ever seen. They are so beautiful. And this week, her and I are teaming up for a giveaway for her 2019 planner. And I want you to stay tuned all the way to the end of the podcast today for all of the details. I'm thrilled to introduce you to Kirsten Wilson. You're listening to The Courage Cast, a show to equip and empower women to live bravely. Each week we'll share coaching conversations and stories of women who are willing to face their fear and pursue their purpose. Here's your host, life coach, author, and your secret weapon. Kirsten, I am so thrilled to have you today on The Courage Cast. Thank you for joining me all the way from the UK. It is such a pleasure to have you on the podcast. Thank you for asking me to um, be part of it. I've been following you on Instagram for quite some time at Hello Day. And so those of you who are listening, follow Kirsten. She's got the most beautiful brand. But tell people what it is that you do. What what are you passionate about? So I am obsessed with just being organized. um, And I've just been a planner all my life, really. Kind of being the little bossy one in my family. I've just got a brother and he was older than me, but I still wanted to, you know, tell him what chores to do in the house and things. Um, (laughs) But yeah, I just like keeping chart, you know, just kind of keeping track of like where I'm at, what I want to do, uh, what I want to achieve by certain, you know, times, whether it be the week or the year. And I just think that that's really important. And I know that if I, if I don't write things down myself, I don't end up doing them. So I've just always found that that's really important. And I know that just like myself, there's others out there that could use that help. So yeah, I just want to make planners and other stationery that are really helpful to people, um, but just also really beautiful because my original kind of trade, my job is interior design, um, although I decided to stop this year. But because of that, I just really love like beautiful things. And there's so many different planner brands out there and different stationary brands. And I do love all of it, but I just thought, you know, it'd be nice to put my own twist on it and, you know, just make it really beautiful. I thought it'd be nice to target older women and not have it be so playful, but just have it look sophisticated. So yeah, so that's what I do. 
Now, when did that kind of come about? Like, how was it that you all of a sudden decided, you know what, I'm going to make my own brand of planners? I am American and I grew up in the United States. Um, I've been away for over 12 years now. And growing up, I've always, I was always obsessed with having like a planner. And I would just make it such a point to like, you know, I need to go to the store. I need to go to CVS. I need to get my planner. And I would just write everything down on it. Like, I mean, everything, almost too much. I think, you know, my mom was kind of worried about, like you were just obsessed with writing everything down um, and checking things off. Um, So it's always just been part of my life. And I had to like, each year when I get it, I have to make sure that I'm out there shopping for the right one. So when I moved abroad, um, and we've lived in different places, um, in Spain, Japan, now the UK. And as we've lived abroad in each country, I had to make sure that I put um, time aside so that I could go to the store, look around, look at all the different things that you know were on offer and decide which one was the best for me. In Japan, it was just amazing. They had so many things there and I just wanted everything. But when we got to Spain, uh, it was just harder for me. And I felt like there wasn't a lot of um, option. And then I think that's probably when it, it, I started thinking, you know, I can do this. Maybe if I'm going to be living in Europe, you know, they don't have as many brands as they do in the United States. So I thought, oh, maybe I can do this. But it was just kind of thought in my head. And then we came to the UK. And when we came to the UK in 2014, there weren't really many brands in the UK doing it. So I thought, you know, it's kind of crazy, but I, maybe I could try doing it. Um, I had a friend that I was going to do it with. And we started researching together. And in the end, I decided to do it. Um, well, she, she decided that she had too many other things going on. So I was scared thinking, I really can't do this alone. Like, that's crazy. And then I just thought, well, why not? You know, it, it, my big thing is it never hurts to try. So um, after kind of sulking about it for a month, I just thought, I'm just going to do it. And yeah, so I just went for it. And um continued designing it and yeah so now it's in its third year and I'm just really thankful that I went for it yeah it's amazing I always find it's one of those things where a lot of the best ideas are born out of necessity yeah and and it's like one of those things like well if I don't have it then I can create it myself I'm actually kind of a list person myself and I am also a journaler and I journal everything. I journal what happened in the day. I journal my declarations. I journal my to-do list and I've often had a hard time finding a planner that I can write everything in. But every time I take a look at what you have, it's like, oh, she has a spot for like everything, everything that I'd want to write down in there, which is amazing because a lot of times I find like it's either this really, really teeny tiny space or, um, you know, it just doesn't suit what I'm doing. So you mentioned that you have recently given up your other career. How did that kind of come about? You know, I had never planned it, but uh, when I started Hello Day, it was just like, oh, this will just be a side thing. And you kind of have, you want to have confidence about what you're doing, but you're scared to death, you know? Uh, So when I started, I just thought, oh, this will be a side thing. I'll continue interior design. So I did that for the past two years. I'm starting starting this year in 2018. 
I did start with a new project and then I, uh, a new interior design project. And then I just thought, you know, if I want to completely commit myself to Hello Day and make it grow, uh, I'm not going to have time to do that if I um, continue to do these design projects as well. And I think that last year it actually affected my um, productivity for Hello Day because of the projects that I was doing with interior design last year. And it just made me think I really, you know, maybe for the moment I do just need to choose one and Hello Day was doing so well. I thought, you know, I, re I can see just so much potential of what I can do with Hello Day. And um, yeah, so I just decided to go down that path. And it doesn't mean that I won't, you know, ever do. I mean, obviously my, my dream would be that I can do both, but as everything grows, I can, you know, allow it to come back in, um, you know, as I get help with Hello Day and, um, but we'll just have to see then. <laughs> yeah. I want to talk to you a little bit about courage and what that looks like, you know, having, being an entrepreneur, stepping out, you know, kind of taking those risks. I think there's a lot of women who are listening, who they are in that position where they have either just recently stepped out and taken a big risk with their career or they are considering it. What would you say that like your experiences so far have taught you about having courage in your life? I think it's easier to look at what everyone else is doing and think, oh, they've got so much courage. They're so bold. Um, yeah, I'm so scared. And I think people might even look at Hello Day and me like that, whereas the truth is behind it, you know, I'm scared. I'm always scared, but that's kind of the fun of it as well. I've definitely gained confidence in what I was doing because at the beginning, like I said before, I was just thinking, oh, I'll just do this on the side, something small. Um, I mean, it's still small in the way that I'm still doing it out of my home, but, you know, it's definitely grown in the past couple of years. And there's been so many times where I just think, am I really going to continue doing this? You know, like, oh, maybe, or even when I'm designing, like, oh, you know, are they going to like this? Or there's so many different doubts that run through your head. Um, and I definitely think your confidence grows as you continue, you know, your courage grows. Um, but it also doesn't mean that you never lose that fear. And I think it's healthy to always have that little bit of fear as well. Mm -hmm. Has there been a, like a particular point where you've had, you know, to make that decision to either keep going or stop? I feel like I always get really excited about doing the designs each year. Um, but at the beginning, I, I have such a creep, like my mind is like that type of creative mind that just runs and runs and runs really fast. And I get so many ideas and it's really hard for me to like narrow things down. And then I get nervous of like, well, I like all these things, but you know, what's everyone else gonna like? You know, it's hard when you're running a business because you kind of have to play so many roles. And sometimes, you know, you can get insecure about, oh yeah, I know maybe I can do this, but I'm not doing this well, I'm not doing that well. And anyway, all these different negative thoughts can creep in and make you think actually, you know, maybe you won't be the one that succeeds. It's not always as cheerful as it looks, you know, on Instagram. Mm -hmm. There's always moments where I have of, um, I don't know, you know, maybe it's not gonna do well. Maybe people won't like this. Maybe it won't sell as well this year as it did last year or, um, but I also have to remind myself that it's all a learning curve. Um, so yeah, there's definitely moments that I have doubt. Um, as always, I then just kind of talk myself out of it and mm -hmm. I keep going. And I think um, when you read about other 
um, you know, business owners that that happens with them as well, no matter what, like, uh, what they do, you know, no matter what kind of business, uh, it just seems that everyone kind of has that doubt. And like I said before about, you know, being, having that little bit of fear that it's healthy to have that little bit of fear and people that have been in business for 20 years still have that little bit of fear. So it's just a constant marathon really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I would say I think that for most entrepreneurs or people who are, you know, working their own business, that they perceive that everybody else is doing really well right out of the gate. Yeah. And that they have to be at that level immediately. And I think people don't realize really how scary it can be to start your own business and to wear all those hats and to keep everything going and to continue to combat those negative thoughts. How have you done that? Like, is there a particular method you use or what is it that you use to actually get past all those negative thoughts? Honestly, the thing that probably helps me the most is uh, podcasts, listening to podcasts and listening to audiobooks. but listening to like, um, you know, books that encourage me. I mean, I, I like to sit down and read as well, but I find that sometimes if during the day when I'm um, working or if I have to go on social media and of course you see other things and you think, you know, it might have, it might be a business that has nothing to do with me, but I just see someone, you know, I don't know, selling bags or something. And I think, oh, wow, like, you know, that, that company's grown so much over this amount of time and they're doing so well. And it's basically, you know, kind of, you know, it's comparing yourself, but it, it, it's the whole social media thing that everyone talks about, you know, looking at everyone else thinking they're doing better. And one thing that really helps me is that I turn on, um, I have certain podcasts and books that I just listen to all the time. And what I do, especially when I'm in my office and working, when I'm doing something that I don't have to kind of, um, you know, pay attention to, if I'm doing things like packing orders or uh, making products or whatever, I just turn something on and I just pack away and it just really helps me and encourages me and I'll have a much better day if I've listened to something that day. Um, Mm -hmm. I have days where I haven't and I might feel a little bit mopey. (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like having a personal coach next to you because um, you're just kind of listening to it in the background. Yeah, I'm, I'm the same way. I have recently started using a Nike app to run and I never thought I would use this. They have these guided runs where the coach actually talks you through the run. <laughs> and it's like, it was a game changer for me because uh, all day long I'm talking to people or I'm coaching people or I'm writing things that will hopefully encourage somebody. But at the end of the day, when I'm doing things that are hardest for me, I also need that voice or I need that encouragement. And I found that when I was running, that was the hardest time because I didn't want to do it. It felt difficult. It was like, you know, all of those thoughts in my mind about my day were kind of emerging. And then all of a sudden I'm like, I have this guided run where there's a coach literally talking me through my pacing, through my breathing, through, you know, what's going on in my mind. I was like, this is the best thing ever. I was like, why haven't I not done this before? And so I totally get it, you know? It's like having those things that are kind of inputting into you that really help you to kind of stay on track. Yeah. And I think too, when you're hearing these voices, they're saying things that you know. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, we all know, you know, what should be, but not until you hear this like voice that's telling it to you over and over, then you're like, yeah, exactly. I do know that. And I need to remember that. But you know, if you're, if you have negative thoughts, that's all you're going to pay attention to. But if then you have these positive thoughts coming in, you're going to pay attention to that. So mm-hmm. it's helpful. No, that's amazing. Now, I want to ask you, you know, you're probably getting ready to like do the big launch or starting the launch for 2019 right now. So what do you have in the works for this coming year? Um, well, so yeah, well, I, I did reveal the designs, which is always really exciting because, um, the customers who are, you know, like the hardcore hello date groupies (laughs) um, get so excited and you know I always think like oh it's so early like I'm doing it so early but actually you know everyone's always just waiting for it um so yeah I did that uh in September and um that was really exciting and there's all this excitement and now it's just kind of like going at a normal pace now again um the next big excitement will happen when all the planners go out and everyone receives them and everyone's excited you know to see the planners in their hands um one exciting thing that has happened this year is hello day is now being sold at a store called phoenix in the uk um in london which is uh really exciting i mean i would have never imagined that they'd be at phoenix so uh, i'm really happy about that at the beginning i thought who would who would buy something that I would make you know you know that's what you think and then and then the first year they sold out and I was like oh this is amazing you know and but then no matter how well it goes the fear comes back in and then the second year it's like oh well maybe they got it and and now they don't like it and they won't buy it again Mm -hmm. um but then when I had the return I knew there was going to be customers who wouldn't come back because that always happens doesn't it but then when I had all of, in the second year for pre-orders, when I had all those return customers, that's when I just was like, right, this is a good thing. Like there are people who love it just as much as I do um, and people who appreciate it. And now again, the third year, you know, there's always going to be those faithful ones that are, you know, faithful to the brand. And then, um, and then there's always the reaching out to new people. So yeah. It's, uh, it's something you, it crosses your mind, but it it feels good when, when they're always there. What do you think has been maybe your biggest learning curve or the biggest lesson you've learned out of starting your own business and growing it? Um, gosh, probably so many, but the one that comes to mind right away is, um, I got really ill last year because um, it gets really, really intense and busy, um, like November, December, January. Um, and I knew that after the first year, but going into the second year, um, it happened again, but then so much so that I got ill in December and like, just like I got the flu and then it led to more things. And it just, it basically, I, I had this constant sinus infection that just, um, I've still been dealing with even like a month ago. And I think that my health took a toll in 2018. Um, And I think that's just because of, you know, stress and working a lot and not giving my body enough rest. And 
it's hard when it's your own business because you care for it and love it so much. It's your baby. You want it to succeed. Um, and you want to make your customers happy and you, you know, you want to make yourself happy, but, um, to get there, you have to work really hard, but you also have to find a balance. So even though, you know, I think I'm pretty good sometimes about like, you know, I, I love to go running. I, um, you know, here and there, I'm pretty good about, Oh, I need to do this self care. I need to do this for me. I need to like see a friend, but, um, I think it's about being more consistent with that. Um, because in the winter time, I basically just didn't do that. You know, I just, I completely committed to <laughs> wrapping packages all day. Um, so this year I'm going into the winter with, uh, more help than we've had before. Um, so I've got two girls helping me this year, which is really nice. Um, because it's, it's a necessity. It's an absolute necessity. Cause when you're running your own business too, you think, Oh, where's, you know, where's the money going? Are we going to make enough of an income if we, if we take people on or, you know, there's all these worries about finances, but now for me, regardless of whether I get something from it or not, the, the best, the best thing I can get from it apart from finances is, um, good health. And I just, you know, I don't want to face a winter like that again. So, my lesson would be um, finding that balance and I learned the hard way because um, yeah, I, I just, I don't want to get ill again. I just want to feel good this winter. I want to be really excited about Christmas. Last Christmas, we also traveled to the United States this year. We're going to be home. You know, I want to be able to enjoy Christmas. I want to be able to decorate for Christmas. I want to, I just want to be happy throughout um, and not overly tired and just worn out. Mm -hmm. I think that is such an important lesson to learn that the joy that you have in your business ultimately is experienced when you're healthy. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so when you're not and you're running yourself ragged, trying to, you know, as the world say, it says hustle, you know, yeah, everything's hustle, for, you know, at the same time, it's like, it's really important to be mindful of how you're feeling and what's going on and getting the help you need. And I think that's a huge lesson that I think we don't learn probably soon enough is to get the help we need and to, to get some rest. Yeah. So I think that's awesome. Yeah. Now, I'm definitely a lot more relaxed. Uh, this, even like I look at September compared to last September, I'm a lot more relaxed. Almost sometimes I'm thinking, okay, I need to pick up the pace because <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm forcing myself to just like, you know, think, it's not that big of a deal. Like just enjoy it, you know, have quiet time as well. Um, so yeah, it's, it's a lesson learned. I wanted to take a quick break in the conversation to talk about goal setting. And there's no better way to keep track of your goals than to write them down. And that is exactly why I love Hello Day. Now you may be a little bit like deer in headlights thinking about, okay, we are so far away from the end of the year. Why would I think about goal setting for the new year? Now, I'm not going to go into detail about how to set goals because you can listen to episodes 18, 19, and 20, and I talk all about it. The first step is to take a look back at your year in review to see what worked for you and what didn't. Now, maybe you had these grand plans to accomplish a goal and it never took shape. It can be tempting to get down on yourself, but that doesn't really help. So just be honest about where you are and what you were able to accomplish and what you weren't. 
The second step is starting the visioning process. And I absolutely love this part. And I talk all about it in the episode. And it's always so fun for me to dream about the possibilities of what could be for next year. And then the third step is to ensure that you have accountability. And this is the most important part. My personal method is A, my mastermind, which I talk all about, and B, hire a coach to help you move forward. And yes, I do hire coaches myself. Now, before we get back to the conversation with Kirsten, I want to share an opportunity coming during the month of November. Do you ever get overly disappointed when a friend of yours gets something that you desperately wanted, like a job promotion, or they've gotten out of debt, or maybe they're in a relationship, and although you'd love to celebrate their success, you feel like it will diminish your own? Well, if you've been following me for any length of time, you know that I believe it all begins with our thoughts. So I'm going to be doing a brand new five-day challenge starting this November, and I would love for you to join me. Now, before you tune me out, I really want you to listen in because we're going to be talking about developing an abundant mindset. Now, it's no secret that what you focus on grows. So that means if you set your mind on something, it has the potential to shift your life, either good or bad. Now, scarcity focuses on what we don't have, and it puts us in a position to compare our lives to those around us, whether it be our family or our friends, and it keeps us playing small. Whereas when we have an abundance mindset, we can see possibility all around us and we're able to be more creative and generous with our time and our energy. And it even increases the capacity for collaboration and productivity. So you may be asking, well, Andrea, how do I even know if I have a scarcity mentality? Well, if you feel the need to control everything because you feel like you don't have enough, that's entirely possible you're living with lack. A scarcity mindset will keep you feeling like a victim, impatient, anxious, and powerless to make a change. And it will even deplete your emotional, physical, and mental energy. Whereas when you have a mindset of abundance, you will be more empowered to make changes. You'll be able to energize and inspire others. And you'll know that there's more than enough for you and those around you. So beginning on Monday, November 12th, join me as I walk you step-by-step to create an abundant mentality. Sign up by going to andreacrisp.ca forward slash challenge. I love setting goals for the year and I spend a couple of days at the end of year just going over what I've accomplished and then being intentional about, you know, setting a goal for the new year. And I love to have something physical that I can write all this in. And so I would love to know what do you have available in your planners that would help somebody like me? So uh, in 2019, we have a new section at the beginning of the planner, which is called uh, yearly goal planning. And with that, um, you can kind of, you know, look at maybe the goals that you want to achieve that year. They can be something that it could be like one main goal. And then you can break it down and think of all the things you can get to that one goal. Or, you know, maybe you have multiple goals that you want to achieve by the end of the year. Everyone's goals are different. They can be small ones. They can be big ones. It could be even part of something that you want to achieve in the next five years. But anyway, so at the beginning, there is a bifold that you can write down your main goals and then how I see it, I kind of like compartmentalize everything. Like 
you break them down. So in order to get there, you need to break it down and see what what's achievable every three months and then what's achievable every month, what's achievable every week. Uh, so you take your main goal, you break it down um, and it's it's there on the pages for you. So let's say January, February, March, you know, what can you achieve in those three months as like a milestone that then gets you to the big goal? And then per month, um, how can you break it down, you know, as tasks per month? And then what can you do as tasks per week? So it's kind of all there for you. And um, I think it, I think a, a goal can seem really scary because you think, you know, I want this big thing, you know, I want to start a business, but how do I start? And so it's just about sitting down and writing all the different things to get there. And there's little spots within the planner. So you have that at the beginning. And then at the beginning of every month, there's monthly goal planning. So there's an area there for you to write things down there. And then there's also weekly tasks that you can write per week. And then of course, per day. I mean, you know, all these things can join together again, like I said, to make the one big goal, but maybe your weekly tasks as well have nothing to do with your big goal. Just the beauty of the planner is that you can use it the way that that you want to and everybody uses it differently and people email me all the time telling me you know how they're doing it and I love hearing that because I don't want the planner to be something like you know you've got to do it this way and no it's not like that I think you you get it and then I think it's like you were saying that you like to take time you know at the end of the year before you start the new year to kind of sit down think about your goals look everything and that's the time to take the planner and just like flip through it, look at all the pages, understand, you know, what you're working with and then decide how you're going to use it as your tool to accomplish your goals. So mm-hmm. um, there's beautiful. definitely, you know, different things in there that guide you, but um, yeah, everyone does it differently. Well, I'm excited. I'm definitely going to be putting my order in. And for those of you who are listening, we are actually doing a giveaway. So I'll explain the giveaway here at the end of the podcast for you. But I want you guys to be able to not only see what Kirsten is doing with Hello Day, but also to like have access to it. So um, before we go, will you tell us where people can find you? Yeah, so you can go to www.hellodayplanner.com and um, we're also on Instagram, on Twitter and Facebook um, and Pinterest. So, um, but yeah, most active on Instagram and um, we ship worldwide. So yeah, just go ahead and take a look. There's, I was talking about the daily spiral ones, but we also have um the chic planner which has four different inserts you can get a weekly dated a weekly undated uh, a daily dated or a journal Um, and then we have loads of stationary accessories as well that you can um, buy to go along with your planner and um or for your desk so and they all look very nice and sophisticated (laughs) they are they are so sophisticated (laughs) i just thought it'd be nice to do it for you know like the adult woman you know because i loved all my planners when i was a child in school but then i thought right we're adults now let's make these look fancy (laughs) yeah no i'm with you i i know when you were talking earlier about being in, in high school and writing everything down in a 
school planner, I did the same thing. And um, I've, I'm have i one of those people I need to see it written down. I need to actually yeah. see it. And then I need to see it accomplished and like check the box off. So yeah. um, you're, you're, you're speaking my language. And I know that there's going to be a lot of women listening thinking, oh man, how do I get my hands on this? So guys, I will put all of um, the information of how you can reach Kirsten and Hello Day in the show notes as well so that you can just click right to her. Um, website and order yourself um, your own journal planner for the 2019 year. And um, thank you so much for jumping on the call with me today. I know you were very busy and you've just gotten back from a a beautiful vacation. So thank you so much for um, being here today. Yeah, thank you. And yeah, if anyone wants to just go on Instagram and say hi, I'd love to hear from you. So yeah, thank you, Andrea, and thank you for inviting me onto your podcast. Now, for all of you goal-oriented people like myself, you're going to definitely want to head over to Instagram for our Hello Day giveaway. This gorgeous planner will not only help you stay organized, but it will also be a daily source of inspiration. And who doesn't need that? I know I absolutely do, so I'm definitely going to be heading over to her website and purchasing my own planner for 2019. So in order to enter the giveaway, you want to make sure you go to at the dot courage cast and follow us there as well as go to at hello day and follow hello day. And we'll have all the instructions for exactly what it's going to take to be a part of the giveaway. And then we will actually be drawing for the giveaway this Friday. So want to make sure that you get in on that right away. And I want to thank Kirsten for joining me today and sharing her entrepreneurial journey. And as always, I want to thank you for being here. I love that you're here and so grateful for you. Now, before you go, make sure you don't forget to sign up for the five-day abundance challenge, which is starting on Monday, November 12th. And you can do so over at andreacrisp.ca forward slash challenge. And until next time, remember, you have everything you need to live bravely. If you like this episode of The Courage Gas, we'd love to hear from you. Leave us a rating and review, and while you're there, hit subscribe so you never miss an episode. Original music and production by Stephen Krillick.